Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hello and welcome to The Financial Answer this week. Thanks for tuning into the program. Mark Killian here alongside Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor, founder at O'Brien and Associates, your local investor coach here in the Hub City, West Tennessee, in Jackson and Huntington. And of course, you can find Nathan online at investorcoach.net. That's investorcoach.net. As well as you can just reach out to him at 855-51-COACH. It's 855-51-COACH. If you have questions or you want to just discuss your financial situation and you'd like to get some straight talk, some financial answers, hopefully to help you out, Nathan's a great resource here. Reach out to him today, 855-51-COACH. Nathan, buddy, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, not the not feeling the best that I ever have, but uh, you know these these temperature swings from 80 yeah, degrees to yep. 40 degrees. It's just you know Tennessee weather, <laughs> which you know. <laughs> so we should, we should uh, do a uh, we should do a weather show as well as a financial yeah. show, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. The, that's it's right, it's so. been it's been a wonky start to 2018. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has been crazy. I, I think it just finally caught up with me a little bit this week. So I've had that. I've had just that kind of. Uh, you know whatever going on with my something just all got this you. week yeah yeah so a little bug uh, but it's okay out. other than that uh, well, other okay. than that's been a great week um, well you know it's it's one of those things where i think 2018 has started off interesting for us in many factors for sure uh, obviously we had some of the financial uh, moving around that we uh, talked about a little bit over the last couple of weeks yeah and yeah. of course we've had some crazy weather and uh, we'll see what's going to happen we'll see what the rest of the year holds for us <laughs> i think it's gonna <laughs> it could be an interesting year so yeah we'll see how it shakes yeah. out but Let's uh, let's dive into our topic for today. Um, I thought maybe we would get a little oh I don't want to say biblical, but we'll get <laughs> we'll get a little we'll have a little fun here with uh, some some maybe some financial commandments, uh, some things that maybe should be written on some stone tablets when it comes to you know yeah, financial and retirement planning. Right. Some uh, some absolutes maybe, or at least some should be theirs. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That you know, I think this is a good list. If if people are just kind of wanting to see, you know, what are the, some things that I need to make sure that I do, this is gonna be good. This will be a good segment for you to really pay attention to and listen to and you know, just to make sure that you're more successful over time. Yeah. And we'll just have a little fun by putting a little twist on it just yeah, for just yeah. for giggles. But uh, <laughs> if it was a commandment written in financial stone uh, tablets here, if you will, it'd be something like, thou shalt not compare your investments to the stock market without understanding the proper context. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, I hear people say all the time, Mark, that that they don't know much or they didn't make as much as they wanted to in the market. Okay. Um, you know, last year was a, a prime example of that. The S&P made over 21%. The Dow made like 25 something. Yeah, if you didn't make something, something last year, something was wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know, and some people think they should have made that in their investments. They should have made that exact return. But, 
you know, when I turn the news on or when I listen to the radio shows uh, like we're talking about and and, you know, we hear how good these different indexes did last year. Then we look at our portfolio and see that we didn't get the same results. Sometimes that causes us to be frustrated and, you know, have fear about the future, think that something's wrong there. But, you know, if you're invested conservatively or even moderately, then, you know, you know, and you're taking distributions from your account throughout retirement, then you shouldn't get upset if your portfolio doesn't make quite as much as the market did during a bull run. You know, that's the that's the trade-off that we have. Of having you know, less for, risk, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right, for having less risk. So if you're still having big downturns and you're not experiencing the, the upside of that, then there's probably a, a problem there, a situation that needs to be addressed. But um, it's important to understand that Proper diversification means that you don't have a heavy weighting in one sector or one asset class. So if one or two asset classes, such as the Dow or the S&P, if they do really well in a year, but the rest of the market doesn't do well in that year, then, you know, you're probably going to have less of a return if you're diversified right. Okay. You know, that's how diversification works. It works inversely of that also. So if the Dow and the S&P have a really bad year and your diversification, you know, through other asset classes, through other sectors of the market, they don't have as bad of a year, then you're not going to lose as much as that particular uh, asset class in that example. So it's all about understanding what your investments are supposed to be doing and then decide uh, if they're doing that job or not and keeping things on track with what your risk level should be. Okay. No, that makes sense. And, you know, obviously understanding what the investments are supposed to do, obviously that yeah. goes a long way. We talked about that yeah, it does. quite it does. regularly. And, you know, throughout the week, the last week or so, I mean, well, and when this whole thing started, even just a couple of weeks ago, what, February 5th or whatever it was, right. we were at 26, we went down to 24, we moved back up to 25, we did back down to 24, back in the mid 25, you know, <laughs> so it's, right. just, it's just kind of hot. I mean, but it's nothing overly massive when you consider the total numbers, right? I mean, it's uh, a thousand point swing. Yes, that caught people off guard. But at the same time, it was only 2%. So that's right. Yeah. You know, so you yeah. got to understand, uh, again, proper context. That's what we're talking about here on the financial answer uh, with our financial commandments, if you will. How about uh, thou shalt not give up on your strategy without giving it enough time to play out? Yeah. Now that's, that's interesting true. because and we do say is. well we do say a lot that you got to be careful of your time horizon. So mm -hmm. I'm curious how you how you feel about this. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the one of the companies that I look at a lot and that I respect the research a lot is okay. Dalbar. Dalbar is an, an independent company and they study investor behavior. All right. So they're looking at how investors react to different swings in the market. They're looking at when they jump in and when they jump out okay. and how they just how they perform, you know, in comparison to how the investment performs over time. And and when you look at their research, they they usually do 20 and 30 year studies at a time and show a lot of information with that. But uh, when we look at, you know, the average investor, according to Dowbar, they only stay in their allocation for about three years. You know, so that means that. So are they are they pushing the panic button too soon? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, it's it's not necessarily the panic button, but okay. they but they change things around all the time. Gotcha. Okay. So you know they're chasing maybe I no think, continuity chasing markets. Yeah, they're okay. chasing markets. They're they're you know a lot of times what happens is they'll be in an allocation and then the market will do good in one segment or one asset class, and so you know after it's done that, then people move their investments over to <laughs> okay, that. Right. You know, so we see that. happen. 
happen a lot in 401ks and, and retirement assets along those lines. But, um, you know, when you look at that over that time frame, over like a, the last 30 years, according to Dalbar, the average investor has made a little under 4% a year for 30 years, and they've got all this market risk. And so when you compare that to the S&P 500, it's made over 10% a year over that same time frame. So I think these decisions to, to jump in and out and change allocations is is because of a lack of understanding and a lack of uh, just discipline, really, from investors. So that's why I think coaching is so important. That's why we do that you know, with our clients and help them stay disciplined and, and understand what's happening over time. So it keeps you from pushing that panic button too quickly there. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And, and of course, yeah. we all, and that's a human nature uh, side effect, yeah. I guess, if you yeah. will. We all tend to do that it fear, is. greed, right? It always happens. Mm-hmm. Or as you said, you're eyeballing something. You're like, oh, let me jump over there. And then you're, oh, well, let me jump back over here. <laughs> and so we tend to hop from one foot to the next and without allowing our strategies to really uh, take hold. And if, of course, if you've got a good strategy, if you've got a good plan in place and you're working with a good coach like yourself, then you can, you know, hopefully they're going to help you kind of uh, control that urge to hop around and, and make those the smart moves, if you will, or lack of, depending right. on what's going on. This is the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien. We are uh, talking about our financial commandments, some things that maybe should be written in stone tablets when it comes to retirement planning. And we'll be back with more after this. But if you'd like to reach out to Nathan, it's eight five five fifty one coach. That's eight five five fifty one coach. I will uh, take the opportunity to talk for Nathan since he's not feeling his best today, and say if you'd like to come in and get yourself a consultation or just have a conversation about some things you've got on top of mind. You just want to get some questions answered for yourself. 855-51-COACH. Give them a call. Get on the calendar. It's no cost, no obligation. We'll be right back after this here on The Financial Answer. At O'Brien & Associates, we want to educate you. After all, the more you know about your finances, the more you'll experience a peace of mind in retirement. Call 855-51-COACH to get started. That's 855-512-6224. Extra, extra, read all about it. Well, it's time for In the News. I don't have a very good Walter Cronkite voice uh, here on the here on the Financial Answer, or maybe uh, maybe Jim Carrey in the uh, in that Bruce Almighty, where and that's the way the cookie crumbles. So he was doing his Walter Cronkite thing, but this is our section of the show where we take a you know, topic or a headline from around the interwebs and see what Nathan thinks on this here on the Financial Answer. Uh, Nathan, you know, home prices are, have been skyrocketing. Uh, markets across the country, a lot of markets, really. Yeah, a lot of areas. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. uh, it's really been uh, been teetering up there. Do you think that we could be looking at another housing crash? You know, like we saw ten years ago. I, I, you know, I don't think so. I mean, when we when we look across the country, there are definitely areas that uh, have really had uh, prices increase tremendously. I mean, Nashville is one of those. Nashville's uh, housing prices have been up twenty seven to thirty percent a year for the past five years. So, you know, it's getting to where you know just a just a normal house built in the seventies or eighties, right. um, you know, is is selling for three hundred three hundred fifty dollars a square foot. So uh, the prices are getting crazy, I think, in some areas across the country. But, um, you know, they'll they'll probably have their own little 
uh, I, I guess, adjustments, you would say, and, and things kind of get back down to normal in those areas. But I don't think we'll see something that's going to be nationwide like we saw, you know, in 2008, 2009. I, I don't think we'll see that again. You know, uh, hopefully the banking system, and, and it seems like for the most part that they have, they've got the regulation um, fairly under control there enough to make something like that or to keep something like that from happening again um, in the near future anyway. I mean, it depends on how lax they become. Right. You know, yeah. It's something that always, they always need to stay focused on, I, I believe. But, um, you know, here in Jackson, Huntingdon especially, I mean, Huntingdon's such a small town that uh, it really doesn't have a lot of impact from that um, over time. And Jackson as well, I mean, prices are definitely going up around here. and uh, But they just don't seem historically anyway. They haven't swung as much as like larger metropolitan areas like Nashville or Memphis, right. something like that. So uh, I think we're okay in this area, but uh, but you need to be careful, especially if you're looking at real estate investing, rental properties and that kind of thing, uh, especially in Nashville. Now's not the time to buy. So For like <laughs> be a careful read? with that. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... That's a whole different subject. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll save that for another time. Yeah, that's right. That's well, right. Maybe but we'll I, talk about REITs next week on yeah, the Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. But uh, yeah, I mean, mainly for just, you know, second homes or uh, just investment property for rental incomes gotcha. and things like okay. that. I, I wouldn't necessarily just focus on Nashville right now uh, with that because prices are so high. I don't, I don't think they could stay there for very long. All right. Well, that's our In the News for this week with Nathan O'Brien here on The Financial Answer. More to come on. On the show after this 855-51-COACH. Can't get those burning financial questions out of your head? Better keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer. Mark Kellyan alongside Nathan O'Brien, my co-host as always here on the program. Nathan's a registered investment advisor with more than 15 plus years of service in this industry, in the financial industry. A great resource to tap into. If you'd like to get some help for yourself when it comes to your financial planning or your investing advice, Nathan's a good resource to tap into. 855-51-COACH is how you reach out to him. 855-51-COACH. You could also go to his website investorcoach.net. That's investorcoach.net. And uh, you can request a retirement rescue toolkit on the website. You'll see a picture of it. Click on that and get yourself set up. That's a a good uh, box of goodies that uh, he will send out to you that's got a lot of good information to get started on. You can also just text the word retire to 555-888 to get a copy of that as well. That's the word retire to 555-888 on your smartphone. Okay, so back to our commandments, Nathan. Uh, Thou shalt not ignore costs and fees, because it shall get you in lots of trouble. <laughs> yes, it shall. That's right. Uh, this is definitely an important commandment uh, with investing. And so, you know, investing is never free. It, it's, you know, it costs change depending on what you're in and right. how things, you know, what all, all these different um, investments that are out there all have a cost. And so you just need to be aware of that and understand what that is and understand what you're paying. And, you know... So here's an example. Okay. Getting a return of eight and a half percent while you're paying one percent fee. Okay. So you're netting seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay, right. Okay. Or getting a ten percent return while paying a three percent fee. 
That only gives you seven percent. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's easy to it's an easy decision if you know all of the information, if you know the facts, if you know what you're paying, and you know what's going on in your portfolio. So um, you you know you as an investor have got to have this conversation with your advisor. You cannot put this off. This is it's too important to uh, just delay this and procrastinate about this. This is something that. You should sit down with your advisor and seriously talk about because uh, these fees and costs can really negatively affect your returns over time. So, um, you know, ask your advisor three simple questions. Okay, so if anybody's taking notes, then this will be something. I'm, something I'm that taking you can notes. Write Let's down. do it. So, yeah. Okay. So, you know, what's the total internal cost? Number one, what's the total internal cost of my investments, including expense ratios? And and you know, this is kind of a funny, I guess, expense, but it's called twelve B one. Expenses. Okay. So 12B1, ask about that. Uh, management fees, annuity riders, and all these different costs that are associated with annuities. You need to know what all of that total internal cost is of your investments. Okay. Also, so number one, total internal yeah. costs. Right, right. Right. So number two, what's the commission that I pay to buy or sell this? Okay. Don't forget the sell because you can pay a commission to sell some things. So, okay. Um, and then number three, how much turnover do my mutual funds have? Turnover is how often the money manager of the fund is changing things around. Shifting around, yeah, okay. changing things around inside that mutual fund. So because there could how be a transaction on that. Yeah, each there's one? always right. a transaction cost associated with trading. And so if your if your mutual fund is changing things around all the time, then that's a problem. You know, it, it can have a really high internal cost because of that. So make sure that. You have that conversation and, and talk about those three things with your advisor uh, just to see what your cost is. And that's going to give you a really good picture of overall cost and uh, and what's going on. And if your advisor can't answer that for you, then the prospectus that nobody reads, the prospectus <laughs> right. of the mutual fund or annuity or whatever, can show you that information as well. You just may have a little trouble finding it. So, well, But uh, those are three things that are important. Okay, because I was going to say, because a lot of times I think people, when they think about costs, fees, they go, well, they tell me that they're charging me a flat 1%. So that's all I'm paying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so that's yeah, where people, that's I think, right. get confused. And so we assume uh, as lay people like myself, we assume that, okay, hey, this guy says I'm getting charged 1%. That's all I'm getting charged. But when you dive in deep, there's definitely some other things that could be hiding in there. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I, your investments are almost always going to have a, a cost to it. Okay? So the 1% so might just be to the actual The 1% coach, is just the advisor. advisor. Yeah. yeah, it's just the advisor fee in most situations. And so, um, you know, if that's if that's what you're paying, then that's probably not your total cost. You need to look at what, for example, you know, our clients are investing in stocks and, and, and bonds through mutual funds and all of these different things. And so, um, you know, they have a cost to own that portfolio, not just my advisor. Advisor fee. So understanding what that is and understanding what that total cost is, is crucial to your success over time because, um, you know, even a half a percent over 20 or 30 years, a half a percent a year difference in return is tremendous. It's oh, huge yeah. in the extra return that you have over time with just a half a percent in extra cost. So um, that, that's it slows you down so much with that extra cost. So be careful. Okay. Uh, well, this yeah. is the financial answer here. We're talking about some financial commandments. Really good one here with costs and fees. If you're not exactly sure what you're paying, if you think maybe you are just paying 1% uh, to, you know, the, to the advisor and you think that's covering everything and you'd like to really get this broken down more, of course, you know, as Nathan said, you could read the prospectus. It might be a little hard to find all the information in there. 
ask your advisor about it, or get a second opinion and talk with Nathan O'Brien as well if you'd like to. I'm sure he will be happy to help you understand what's going on with the fees. 855-51-COACH. It's 855-51-COACH. Another commandment here, thou shalt not overlook the importance of rebalancing and diversifying. <laughs> That's right. Rebalancing is is one of the most important aspects of your portfolio through all of your investing years, but especially during retirement. Okay. Yeah. Uh, historically, stocks have grown at a faster pace than bonds over a you know five to ten year periods in most situations, and so. Um, you know, when that happens, stocks are becoming a larger portion of your portfolio. So you may start out retirement at a 60-40 allocation, but have, you know, a few years of growth here, and then you could easily be at a 70-30 mix, which, what does that do, Mark? That causes you to, to have more volatility, right? right? right. you got more risk, more volatility that way. So uh, then if the market declines and you haven't rebalanced that portfolio, then, then you're going to lose more in that situation. So having your advisor rebalance the investments every year is a really smart and efficient way to make sure that your risk level you signed up for stays the same throughout your retirement years and you're not kind of caught off guard when we do have these these blips like you were That's referring right. to my, last see week. See my term, you know? it's catching yeah. on, blipping. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so when that happens, you know, we make sure that the, the allocations stay the same and, and your volatility level stays the same, which keeps you more confident throughout retirement and keeps you from jumping in and out like we talked about earlier. Well, a lot of us, as we are heading towards retirement, Nathan, we're kind of on autopilot with this stuff, right? Yeah. Because yeah. we have our, you know, we have, if especially if we're still working, you know, right. we're contributing to the 401k and the maybe the Roth or whatever the case is, and everything is just kind of on auto, autopilot. And so when we get ready to hit retirement, I think for a lot of us, we just assume that that autopilot kind continue. of yeah. transfers and switches, you know, whatever to the next flight destination nation, if you will, but it's a big different animal there. And you really want to make sure that rebalancing is something that is being done. Right. And, you know, really when it, during your working years, for the most part, I mean, if you're fairly aggressive in stocks, 80, 90% in stocks during your working years, um, then, you know, rebalancing has an impact, but it's not as big of an impact as okay. it is later on when you're taking distributions. You know, right. we've okay, always yeah. talked about that, you know, there's two different phases. There's the accumulation phase right. and the distribution phase. And so during that distribution phase, rebalancing is even more important because, number one, you're taking distributions out so that's affecting your portfolio negatively okay it hurts the returns that way but also it can get things off balance and off kilter so you want to make sure that the advisor is consistently rebalancing things to make sure that you stay at the same risk level uh, because you know most people can't afford to have a 30 40 50 percent loss throughout retirement yeah, very true. Very true. So, well, well, let's kind of let's finish this up then by saying uh, in case you you know find yourself where you have had a big loss like that, that thou shalt not chase big returns, especially <laughs> late in life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, if you're in your 50s and 60s, it's probably not uh, wise for you to get the returns or try to achieve the yeah, returns. The home run you, ball might not be your yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, don't don't go for the the home run there. So, where I see investors making a mistake here is is in their 401k. Okay. okay, or other type of retirement plan. I kind of hinted on this just a minute ago, but most investors don't know much about the market and they simply don't know how much risk they're taking and all of these different things. So they look at their 401k statement and they see a mutual fund that did really well last year. 
Okay, and they didn't do quite as well as that. So they move all of their investments into that category. And so what that does is really two different things. It keeps them, they're not diversified, number one. Okay, so they're focusing on one mutual fund, one asset class for the most part. And then number two, their risk level is probably going to be really high because they are focusing on one or two asset classes like that. So uh, it, it really has an impact when investors just try to follow and chase markets. And so uh, don't do that. It's an important thing to make sure that you are not doing that and make sure you are diversified in your portfolio. So, you know, one of the things that I offer here, Mark, with this to help people understand more about how they are allocated is our portfolio MRI. We've been talking about that for the past few weeks, and, and this is something that people have taken advantage of, and it's really opened their eyes to what is what they're investing in and how things are set up. So uh, with this portfolio MRI that we offer, this is free, by the way. We normally charge $500 for this, uh, but it's free if you call in during the radio show or any time after the show today. Um, let us know you want to want to have this MRI, and we'll schedule that for you. But what we're going to do is just go through your allocations, how things are set up, how you're diversified in your current holdings. Look at your risk level. Look at your return expectations going forward. And just a lot of different things that we'll cover with this MRI. So if you'd like to take advantage of that, if you'd like to schedule a time to sit down with me and, and talk about that, just give us a call. Uh, at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Uh, it's going to be a free consultation and I'll be glad to talk with you. Yeah, and it's certainly worth the time to find out, you know, if you've been working uh, all these years, you're heading towards retirement or maybe you're already into it and you just want to go ahead and get that second opinion. It's only about an hour of your time and it's complimentary. So, you know, it makes sense to go ahead and take advantage of that while it's there. 855-51-COACH. It's part of what we kind of do here on the program each and every week between this and the classes that Nathan teaches at the community college and the different things that he offers to the community is a real passion there about making sure that people are safe, protected, and heading in the right direction for retirement. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH is your number to call. This is The Financial Answer, and there's more to come after this. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. Here in West Tennessee, turn to the team at O'Brien Associates for help. Schedule a review of your plan by calling 855-51-COACH. The team has offices in Jackson and Huntington, so there's a place close by for you to come in and meet. Call now, 855-51-COACH. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's getting to know you time here on The Financial Answer. You know, we would love to have Julie Andrews sing with her lovely voice, getting to know you, but then the mouse would want royalties, and I'm just not paying right. him any more money because it's crazy expensive to go to Disney World. Doing pretty well <laughs> think, without, without yeah, our I think, help. I think right? he's doing all right without our help. I think you're right there. Uh, our getting to know you is where we ask Nathan a, uh, a random question about himself. We step away from the financial chatter for a moment or two. And I always like these because I think even the listeners can have fun with these and kind of think about, you know, for themselves, ask themselves yeah, those kinds of questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we got a good one this week. I like this one. So I'm curious I'm to see. i put you on the spot sometime. Well, hey, I'll, reverse this. Yeah, we can, re- we can reverse it. Sure. Let's do that. But for now, here's your question. All right. If you had to be stuck at one age in life forever, what mm. age would it be? Yeah. Yeah. So 
Wow. Okay. I mean, I would say right now would be really? great. Yeah. I All mean, right. I, I'm, you know, things are, are great uh, with my family. Things are great with uh, my business. And, um, you know, I, I mean, this is just a, a good time, I would say, for me. But, you know, now that I think about it, I mean, when I, when I think back through time, I may have said that through any stage of life that I'm at. I've always been one to have kind of a positive out, outlook on things and I have a positive attitude about things. So, um, you know, I mean, there have definitely been some times in my life that I wish I could erase, you know, sure. and, and yeah. years that I wish I could erase. And I would have said, you know, differently during that time. But if I look and say, okay, in my 20s, was I happy during that time frame? Yeah, I was in my 30s. Yeah. And, you know, I'm starting out my 40s now. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really um, am at a, at a point in life where, um, you know, things are going well and I'm enjoying life and I'm enjoying my friends and enjoying my family and just having um, a lot of good relationships that I'm that I'm building. So um, it's a good time right now. I'd, I'd like if I had a choice, I'd like to be stuck right here. All um, right. Well, that's great. not a not a bad answer. <laughs> I, you know, out there in radio land, ask yourself the same thing. I think for me, uh, I'll, I'll change just a hair. I would probably agree with you for for now, except for some of the uh, health issues that I've gone through. I think I might back yeah, up you've maybe had a few things. Yeah, and, yeah I might back yeah. up 10 years, maybe 12, 15 years there just so go. I can be yeah. in a healthier time frame. Of course, that would put me just under you. So I'm about 35, maybe I might yeah. I might go yeah. back to 35 Uh, either that or 12 i've always had this thing about 12 (laughs) 12 was awesome right because it was before you it was before you noticed the alternate sex it was before (laughs) that you had to worry about bills or driving or you know you could just play with your friends and have a good time so it's uh, with your uh your star wars right well or just outside in the backyard playing you know riding bikes or playing cars or you know, shoot them up, whatever, right? Just 12 <laughs> years old was a lot of fun. I think I think we could all probably find three or four stages in life where we'd go, that was a pretty great time, you know? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. And that's what life's about. I mean, you know, we, we have the ups and downs, and just I think it's it's crucial to not focus on the downtimes. That's and, true. Um, and and Keeping a know, positive Keep growing, yeah. yeah keep positive, right. yeah. Keep positive, keep moving forward. That's our uh, getting to know you this week here on The Financial Answer. Hope you had some fun with that as well. And, of course, we'll get back to the financial chatter with Nathan O'Brien after this. Don't go anywhere. You've got questions. We've got answers. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. So let's talk about the baby boomers. Obviously, that is a massive demographic for uh, what you do. Yeah, it is. Do you have a rough do you have a rough idea percentage wise of what your client base is that's uh, the boomers? Um, I don't know exactly, but it's a really high percentage. I would say sixty-five to eighty percent, something okay, like that. Right. You well, know, that's, that's I mean, it's that's the you know the age range is fifty to seventy, basically. So that's the area that I work with people for the most part and and help them. We do have clients outside of those ranges, but. Um, but yeah, that's that's the largest portion of yeah, I my think practice. I would say I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think it's forty six to sixty five, nineteen forty six to nineteen sixty five. Yeah, yeah, I think is where it falls into. So yeah, uh, and that makes sense, right? Because I think it's what ten thousand mm-hmm. something like ten thousand boomers a day retiring yeah. type yeah. of thing. Pretty yeah. pretty massive numbers. It is. Um, it is. And so I would imagine that, you know, if you do have, there's not many of those folks left that, uh, although we do have a lot of people in their 90s now, but that maybe were the parents to the boomers, uh-huh. but it's, they definitely have a different set of challenges. So if you, yeah, you know, if yeah. you're working with someone who uh, was of the greatest generation versus the baby boomer generation, you know, what are some of those unique challenges that uh, have you come across those? And if so, you know, what does it look like? 
Yeah, so uh, you know, really, uh, with with the baby boomer generation, there's some major things that I've seen. I would say over the past five and ten years that it has really affected them. Okay, Number one is it's the low interest rates. You okay, know? true. Uh, they've had to deal with lower interest rates than than any other generation before them. You know, I mean, when we think back through history, we haven't had interest rates as low as they are, and so they've had a tough time addressing that in their investment portfolio. You know, so. The generation before them, they could go back and, and you know, you look at CD returns in that generation. And they 17%, were, 18%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was easy to get a 5% return off of CDs and treasury bills even. So, you know, they could get the income they needed and then have a really small allocation to stocks to, to help them outpace inflation, which a lot of them, you know, in the previous generation before baby boomers didn't even do that. But And definitely probably not living as long either. Yeah, yeah. no, that's right. And, and so, you know, that's... Uh, that's a big deal. You know, they've had to the baby boomer generation has had to deal with the lowest interest rates in the history and figure out how to make investment income, you know, off of that without taking too much risk, you know. So a lot of times they shifted toward dividend stocks and because of that that caused them to have some problems and and so, you know, lower interest rates I think is a big one. A lot of them are still paying a mortgage. Okay, um, you know that's one of the big concerns that I have when I talk to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harvard had a big study about that a few years ago, and they're showing that those numbers have trended up a lot over the past ten years. Um, and so it's just you know having that extra cost there of the mortgage um, on top of your other expenses in retirement can be a drag on on that retirement. Um, and then you know the final thing, which we've talked about this in previous shows, but that major shift from pensions to 401ks you know that's happened to the baby boomer generation that's something that they've had to deal with throughout their life so maybe they started out their career with a job that promised a pension yeah and by the time that they ended that company has said okay we're done with that we're gonna just switch it to a 401k we're gonna give you a portion of that pension but you know you've got to do a lot of this through your own 401k through the through the company plan so a lot of people that I see um, in this generation, you know, in the baby boomer generation, they've got, you know, $200,000, $250,000 saved up, okay? When you think about how much income that's going to provide um, with the 4% rule, yeah. that's only $10,000, right. you know? So it's not much income, so Social Security and, and maybe a pension or whatever is gonna is supposed to help with that. So. Uh, there's three big things that I've seen that uh, that baby boomers have had to address and are still having to address, um, you know, going forward throughout their retirement. So. Well, and that's, you know, I didn't really think about it that way, but that's a good point because a lot of times, you know, we go through the 80s, uh, boomers yeah. were, were starting for the most part, starting to become, um, you know, into their adult years they're good you know starting to really earn money in their Mm -hmm. late 80s or so in their adult years and so on and so forth and yeah the pensions i never really thought about that but as they started to become phased out uh, and we just now have now to the point where it's not very often that you see them uh, anymore so yeah that's a good point so okay so do you find that there are you know some specific i guess financial fears i mean obviously i think you kind of touched on them but yeah is there something that is it the mortgage or or is it the longevity it's the longevity. I mean, that's that's the number one. I think the number one fear is that they just you know they're worried that they're going to run out of money because they've had all these things that we talked about just a minute ago. They had all these issues that have happened to them over their over their lifetime, over their working years, and so that's caused them to have that fear of 
well, dang, I was counting on that pension or, you know, interest rates have been terrible over this time frame. And so I haven't been able to earn as much on my investments. And and so it, it all comes back to just making sure you are invested correctly and making sure you have a retirement plan. You know, that's that's so important for the baby boomer generation is make sure you've sat down and had a plan uh, designed for you and stick to that. You know, it's it's crucial. And I can't stress that enough to make sure that you have that in place and to try to follow that as closely as possible, uh, because there has been all these different things that have basically compounded negatively against that generation of people. Well, and taking taking charge of your own, I guess, destiny in this situation is something you really kind of have to do because of the things that we just talked about. So you want to yeah. make sure that, you know, you're just not putting it off or procrastinating or saying, well, you know, all this or that or the other, uh, because you may... You know, you may have some disadvantages. Well, you may have some disadvantages going against you, but you also may have some advantages uh, if you're just not aware because you just haven't taken the time to really follow through with it. Uh, this is the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien and Associates. We're discussing the baby boomer generation here on the program today on the financial answer. If uh, if you're a boomer and you're not 100% sure about how things are laid out laid out for you and how you want to move forward into retirement, or maybe you're already in there, go ahead and give Nathan a call and talk with him about it. Eight five five fifty one coach 85551 coach talk about some of those specific concerns that may be on top of mind for you uh in general Nathan you know are there some mistakes that you've seen made by boomers when it comes to the retirement planning outside of the obvious of just not you know taking the action yeah I you know I think there there is something that uh, they can do and, and you know that's what I addressed recently it's just just make sure you have a plan right it's it's important uh, you know Benjamin Franklin's got a famous quote if you fail to plan you plan to fail yeah. you know and so you've got to have that in place you've got to make sure that uh, you're following that over time because everybody's situation is different there's really no one mistake that I would say that you know would affect or that people make that would affect that besides other just, than just Lack of, yeah, right. besides just lack of and, and failing to plan. And so, um, you know, so take advantage of that. Do something about that with your advisor or give us a call. Uh, we'll be glad to help you in that situation. Well, let me ask you a question here. Yeah. So, you know, with this type of scenario, I think sometimes people just don't know how to get started. Like, okay, we were talking earlier, for a lot of us, it's autopilot. So yeah, especially for yeah. the boomers, a lot of them have been working and, uh, you know, they've got the 401k and they've been contributing or whatever. Maybe like the, we said, the pension's probably gone. Um, and they so they've got kind of a collection or an assortment of, of um, investment vehicles. And mm-hmm. maybe, and obviously, you know, the last 18, 20 months has been pretty good to them. But, you know, how do you go about pulling it all together? Like what's a good couple of pieces to start with uh, when people are just nervous about, you know, I don't really know. It's not my thing. I don't know how to do it. I'm just going to rely on what, you know, the company 401k has for me. The best way I think is just to make sure that you've, you've addressed all of these different things. I mean, you kind of need to, really talk to a financial planner and just kind of lay it out for them and say, okay, this is, this is what I have. This is what uh, my income is going to be, my social security. Uh, this is what we've saved over this time. This is what we've done for estate planning and all of this. And just, you know, see how that picture fits together. See how that puzzle fits together because it's important to, to have all aspects addressed as, as much as possible. And, you know, 
a lot of people think that's overwhelming, okay, but it's really not. You know, when people come in and they sit down with us, um, I've got some questions that I'll run through and, and just talk with you about. And if you're a good fit, then then I'll show you our process. And it's basically at that point just, um, you know, just you providing documentation of, you know, Show us your statements. Right. Show us your your tax return. You know, simple things that you're going to have readily available for you. Um, and then, you know, some of the meetings that we'll have going forward, we may address some issues where, um, you know, some things that you haven't thought about in the past. But that's you're not, not you're really. Not, yeah, you're not biting yeah. off. It's not like some no, massive right. undertaking to start with. No, yeah. that's right. It's it's a fairly simple process, and we do it over a three or four meeting process. Okay. So All it's right. it's something that we keep it kind of you know where you're not just overwhelmed right. at, at every right. meeting that kind of thing. It's so, like when you go to buy a car and you know yeah. you're going to get stuck there for hours, yeah. and it's very no. daunting, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. So that's why we all try to buy them online. Now. Yeah, exactly. So try to avoid a lot of that. Well, that's good. So it's 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 a much more laid back approach. You can kind of work your way into it, ease your way into it without feeling that pressure but the point is is you gotta take the action right yeah yeah it it is i mean it's that's the first step and so you know it's an easy process from that point just just you know make sure that you get out there and do it don't procrastinate we have a bad problem as as humans um procrastinating about things so take that step and get it started well you know what and you don't have to talk with just one person too you know shop around a little bit talk with a couple of different advisors make sure that you're talking with the person that's the right fit for you that may be nathan it may not be but you won't know until you have the conversation uh it's certainly worth you know it's your investments it's your time it's your money it's your life it's just the money you've saved up through uh you know through your working years to retire on make sure you're having a conversation with someone that's going to be the right fit for you. Uh, And of course, if you want to talk with Nathan and find out if that's the right fit, it's easy to do. It's 855-51-COACH. You may come in, you may have that conversation and find that uh, it's not a good fit. And that's totally okay. Nathan will shake your hand, send you on your way and wish you well. But you may find that it is a good fit and you really need to, you know, sit down and go through these meetings and make sure that you do have the right steps in place. 855-51-COACH to get started with Nathan O'Brien. No cost, no obligation to get the uh, portfolio MRI underway. 855-51-COACH. Or you can get started with the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Complimentary box of good things in there. A CD, a book, a worksheet, some different things to start on. And that is uh, easy to get by texting the word retire to 555-888. That is the word retire to 555-888 on your smartphone or call 855-51-COACH. This is the Financial Answer. More to come on the program after this. Don't go anywhere. Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888 or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. Well, it's story time here on The Financial Answer. We're going to have Nathan get out his pipe and his favorite slippers and sit down in his big oversized chair and spin us a yarn from yesteryear. No. (laughs) 
That's and a, all the listeners that's just a went mental, to zero. <laughs> that's a mental image, right? Uh, that's that's right. kind of a kind of a greatest hits really here on Storytime, where basically yeah. I just kind of like yeah. for you to kind of give us a maybe a case study or just a okay. situation that you've come across okay. in your practice. Uh, and in this case, you ever taken on someone as a client that you really weren't going to make any profit off of, but just to help them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have actually, um, and a lot of times, you know. I mean, Mark, the way that the way that I work, the way that uh, I make money is number one with the hourly fee, but um, through the long term, it's through charging to manage assets, and so we charge a percentage to manage investments. And a lot of times, especially if a younger couple comes in to see me, um, you know, they they may not have very much saved, okay, or sure. they may all have have it all saved through their four hundred one k through work and that type of thing. So um, that's really not the most profitable relationship. But still, that's that's what I do. I help people understand. I help people learn. And we can help manage their 401k without charging a fee. But just look at how their allocations are set up and, and make sure that things are going, you know, according to what they're trying to accomplish in their situation. So, yeah, I mean, the answer there is I have quite a few relationships like that with, with clients that, um, you know, is maybe not the most profitable situation, but that's okay. It's still something that I can help them out over time. And they understand that. They understand that, uh, you know, this is something that uh, either they're going to pay me an hourly fee for or, you know, that it is something that we're doing basically kind of pro bono, right. I guess you would say. Yeah, that's right. that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that helps them out over time. I I like helping people. You know, I can't just focus on those non-profitable relationships, of course, but, um, you know, and focus all of my time on that. But it's something that I enjoy doing because, you know, that that 20 year old couple that's or the mid 20s that just got married and and, you know, maybe has a kid and all of that. Just, to, you know, there's there's a lot of things that they can do between now and retirement if they invest correctly, if they have a, a little guidance over that time frame. They'll be so much better off than most people that don't uh, that aren't in that situation that don't have the guidance that's out there. So I, I enjoy helping people, um, even if it's not a profitable situation for us. Well, you know, we all could use a helping hand from time to time in life. So yeah, that is certainly yeah. good that you do that as well. Well, this is the financial answer, and that is our story time for this week. See, it wasn't so bad after yeah, all. Eight five five fifty one coach. If you'd like to become a greatest hit yourself with Nathan, uh, give him a call. Get on the calendar so he can talk with you and see what's going on in your situation. Eight five. 551 Coach. We'll be back after this. Throughout history, people have relied on sensei, scholars, and philosophers for answers to difficult questions. Although we can't help you discover the meaning of life, we can help you sort through the numbers and figures in your financial plan. Keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, it's time for the mailbag here on The Financial Answer. We're going to reach into our uh, bag of goodies. You know, it's really funny. Nobody has a mailbag anymore, right? It's all electronic mail. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we're going to reach into the computer and pull out a couple of emails that get sent in. If you'd like to uh, ask a question to Nathan O'Brien and have it uh, you know, aired here on the program, you can go to InvestorCoach.net. That's InvestorCoach.net. If you're shy and you don't want it to be asked on the program, that's okay, too. We don't have to do that, but you can still ask your questions. After all, this is the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. So uh, you know, submit your questions, InvestorCoach.net, or you can uh, check him out on Facebook as well at O'Brien and Associates, and you can send him a message that way, or you could give him a call, 855-51-COACH. 
That's 855-51-COACH. we got a couple here, though, we are going to ask you today, Nathan. We've got one from Miss Olivia, and uh, this is actually pretty interesting. She says, Nathan, I just inherited a very large sum of money from my dad that I just was not expecting at all. I honestly Mm -hmm. thought I would probably get about $50,000 when he passed, but it's more like 10 times that. Wow. Uh, About a half million dollars. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sorry that you lost your dad, but yeah, that's... You yeah, know, pretty amazing as right. well. Uh, I've been diligent, she says, about saving for my own retirement, but I certainly wasn't counting on this. I don't even know where to start. I want to be mm. responsible. What's a responsible way to get started? Yeah, so Olivia, I think absolutely the first thing to do is just look at where you are. You know, look at your situation currently, look at what you've done so far, and see how this fits in your plan. Okay. Uh, sit down with an advisor, sit down with a financial planner, and see how things look. You may have missed a few things in your plan, and and that inheritance can help you, um, you know, maybe cover that area or something. So um, it's kind of a good situation, I guess, to be in if you're going to receive an inheritance like that then you know having something that was a larger than expected amount is is always a positive in, in most people's situations so um, if everything looks good you know then then you may change your lifestyle during retirement you may you know live higher on the hog or whatever True. with that yeah. so you may uh, you may decide to change that you may create wealth for your kids uh, or grandkids even uh, you may set up a scholarship or a trust fund or you know something like that in in honor of your father's memory um, you know there's a lot of things that you can do Olivia but I think first of all you know your father left that to you for a reason so the first thing you need to do I believe is just make sure that that your plan has been addressed and that everything that you think could happen is gonna you know be taken care of in your situation and then if that's at a good point then go from there and look at how you can uh, you know, benefit the ones that are around you and, and do things uh, for people that are around you there with the rest of your family. Yeah, I think that's some good advice there, Olivia. You know, a couple, th- obviously we don't know how old you are. You didn't mention that, things of that nature. But right. I do like the fact that she said that she's done a pretty good job saving for her own retirement. Yeah, that's right. And she wanted to be responsible with this money. I think that was mm-hmm. a, a really smart way to put that in there because uh, it is, a, you know, obviously it's a lot more money than she was expecting. And, you know, you're going to have to pay, you know, whatever fees and so on and so forth. But uh, I, I would say, Nathan, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think mm-hmm. a good piece of advice, too, would be don't jump into anything. Uh, take some time with it. Yeah, right. Definitely, right. you know, even as we just finished the last segment, you know, same kind of thing, Olivia. Definitely talk to some different advisors. Talk with mm-hmm. some different people. Get a That's few right. different uh, vantage points and then go with that person that makes you feel the most comfortable and and that way you've got time to think about the decisions and how you want to use this money because like nathan said legacy trust there's so many things you could do with it yeah and you know that's a good that's good advice mark for everybody that's with, true with yeah. just investing i mean I, i've had a lot of people that have come to me in the past and they said you know i'm looking at this one mutual fund or this one annuity or whatever and the advisor's telling me that i've got to make a decision in the next two weeks or this thing's going to go away you know if it's a smart investment decision then it's going to be smart in six months. It's it doesn't have to be done today. So don't don't get rushed into doing anything. Any person that's listening to this show, don't get rushed into doing anything with your investments. You know, just because of a product or a particular you know situation necessarily. 
make sure you take some time and plan and and do things correctly on the front end that'll save a lot of headache on the back end yeah very and true. a lot of worry on the back end so good job olivia with this and i, I think you'll you'll do things great with it well 855 coach is a number to call olivia uh, as you know that already 855 coach if you'd like to uh, go ahead and talk with nathan specifically and really kind of get in depth or anyone who finds themselves in a similar situation you know it's a good point about uh, you know taking a step back you know when i was younger i always think about i wanted to buy a certain car this car that car whatever and you're out shopping for your first car (laughs) and you know the salesman sees that you're a young kid and he's like well this car might not be around for long you know and you go back to your parents (laughs) and you're like i gotta have it i gotta have it they're like look if it was if it's a good deal for you today it'll be a good deal next week you know (laughs) but it'll be gone and and that's we all know that as we grow that's not really the case so yeah taking the time and making the right decision for you certainly a great piece of advice all right uh, thank you so much olivia let's move on to david david's got a question for you he says nathan could you please clarify for me whether i can start my social security benefit and still earn an income or not i hear multiple things and it's really confusing yeah yeah good question david um a lot of people i guess are they misunderstand the laws for this, I would say. So right. so for 2018, okay, and the rules changed a little bit for this year, but not drastically. But for 2018, if you're drawing Social Security and you're still working, okay, so you're between the age of 62 and whatever your full retirement age is. So it may be 66, it may be 67, it may be somewhere in between that, all right? But for every $2 you make over $17,040. You have to pay back $1 of your Social Security benefits. Okay. So I know that can be a little confusing. There was a lot of numbers I threw <laughs> out there, but, but the, the key is $17,040. So if you're working, if you're drawing Social Security and you're working on the side, if you make more than that 17000 then you're going to have to pay back some of your Social Security. $1 okay? for every yeah, two. Yeah. $1 for every $2 okay. you make over that amount. So, right. um, and you know, in most situations, Situations, it's not beneficial to to be working and draw Social Security at the same time until you reach full retirement age. Okay, so once you hit that, once you hit the full retirement age, you can make as much as you want. You can make a million dollars every single month, and they're not going to take back any of your Social Security oh, really? income. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, now it'll be taxed, sure. Okay? No, yeah, <laughs> but, but they're not going to take some of it back. And so I think that's one of the things that people get confused about. They think that that there's no tax or that they're not going to take anything back. And and there's different rules for different situations. And so between 62 and full retirement age is when they can take some of that money back. So okay. they can also tax it as well during that time frame. So be careful about that and understand um, how that affects your situation. But good question, David. And uh, make sure you you speak to an expert on that area yeah. uh, before you make a decision about drawing. Well, as with, as with anything we do here on The Financial Answer, we try to talk in generalities and give you things to think about. But please always check with a qualified professional before you do take any action. Uh, David, I've hopefully you were listening and caught that. And if, of course, if you didn't or you didn't catch it all or you're still a little confused, just call Nathan and talk with him about it uh, more specifically because you, be, uh, you may be fully retired. You may still be in that 62 to 67 age range. So, uh, you know, just reach out, give a call, 855 50 one coach. All right, uh, Jake's got a question for you as well. And Jake says, Nathan, if we save really aggressively for the next five years, I think we're going to be in a good position to enjoy retirement in the lifestyle that my wife and I want. Here's my problem. My wife isn't quite as motivated as I am on this. (laughs) Do you have any advice to get her on board for saving aggressively? 
Yeah, Jake, you're in a tough situation. <laughs> you put, he's making <laughs> so, you put the marriage hat, the counselor yeah, hat on, right. isn't he? Yeah. That's right. So, you know, I mean, I would look at maybe just to have a conversation with both of you in this situation and and see why there's hesitation there. Um, it may be because of past experiences from your decisions, Jake. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not trying, to, <laughs> not trying to knock you or anything. Trying to throw you under the bus you know, there, buddy. But. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it just it, there's a lot of things that can go into this. And so a lot of times um, the why from from previous counseling from previous advising that I've done in the past a lot of times the wife is more conservative about things so um, she may not think the you know there will be enough income to to save as aggressively as you're wanting to there's a lot of situations Jake where there's a lot of different reasons why there may be hesitation for this so I would really suggest uh, just sit down with an advisor and um, or even in this situation even and even your accountant you know that would be a great person to sit down with in this situation and just talk about what you're trying to accomplish um, and and why you're wanting to save so much to reach this goal because that's a um, that can be very stressful if you reduce your income a lot because of saving aggressively so yeah. you really both need to be on board you both need to um, just be willing to sacrifice what needs to be sacrificed to make that happen. Well, and you know, Jake, I would say uh, another piece to consider is uh, we don't know if you haven't talked with someone, you know, if you haven't, the two of you haven't come and sat down, maybe having that third party person that's, uh, yeah. you know, that's not really uh, one side or the other can certainly, you know, help because you know how it is with married couples, right? We've all been there. Uh, we we want to get our point across sometimes and we're not willing to yeah, back down. It's so, my way or the highway, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so having a, a mediator, if you will, and hey, that's, you know, we're joking, but in all seriousness, that is kind of part of what you do, Nathan, on a regular basis. You do have yeah. to uh, sometimes play that mediator, that marriage counselor, if you will, uh, at least on the financial side. So Yeah, yeah. And sometimes on other areas. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> so, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, look, if you'd like to get uh, started with Nathan, if you'd like to get yourself a complimentary MRI process, uh, Jake, this might be a good, you know, might be a good avenue for you actually as well. You know, maybe come in with the wife and have that initial consultation, get that MRI process going and uh, see how it looks and then move from stage to stage. What's that going to look like, Nathan? Yeah. So, you know, what we do is just talk about really diversification and your portfolio allocations and how you're invested. Most people think they're diversified, you know, because they own a lot of different investments. But I found that it's really exactly the opposite of that. And uh, a lot of times people are invested in the same asset classes, the same things with their portfolio. So, um, you know, if you're going to save Jake in this example and start putting back tremendously and and trying to reach that retirement goal, it's important to make sure that your investments are working as hard as you are and and producing the returns that you need over time. So this portfolio MRI will just make sure that you're holding the proper asset classes, you're diversified right, your risk level is within the level that you're wanting and and help you get to that goal over the time frame that you're looking at. So uh, we normally charge $500 for this portfolio MRI, but we're offering it. If you call today, we're offering it for free. So if you'll give us a call, if you want to schedule that, call us at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. All right, reach out to Nathan today. Get started. No cost, no obligation to get rolling with your own financial MRI, your own portfolio MRI, 855-51-COACH. 
again, is the number to call. Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor, fiduciary, founder, and all-around good guy at O'Brien and Associates, your local investor coach here in West Tennessee. Jackson and Huntington is where you can find his offices, so he's certainly convenient and available to you. 855-51-COACH is the number to call. That's 855-51-COACH. You've been listening to The Financial Answer. Nathan, bud, thanks for being here again this week. Always appreciate the time. Yeah, it's a good show today, and thank, I thank all the listeners for putting up with my uh, congested voice today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't sound that bad. It sounded pretty good. good. Uh, okay, good. Well, we'll do it all again next week, hopefully with less congestion right here That's right. on The Financial Answer. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.